There can't conceivably be anything dumber that I'm going to talk about over the duration of the 2023 NFL season than a collective intangible value to a preseason game. But hey, here I go anyway. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning from Atlanta. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates. It's Steelers versus Falcons tonight. It's a 7.35 p.m. kickoff at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I am here to cover it for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Hope you check out the written content on our app and website, all free now, by the way. And yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought about this on the flight down last night, and the one thing other than the glaringly obvious omnipresent specter of health that one would hope for the Steelers to achieve from this game tonight is that they continue feeling exactly this good about themselves. Now, within that comes all kinds of football intricacy and personal individual goals, duels, battles for slot corner, defensive line, special teams, special teams, and also, and related, special teams. All of that's a part of this. But when I think back to the preseason games that have already been played in Tampa and, of course, the one back home against the Bills, which I thought was way more uplifting, I see a team that is just building upon each progressing performance and feeling exactly that good appropriate to each performance, while also, as Kenny Pickett went out of his way to stress this week, this is preseason. We get that part, okay? But it's the only part that's happening right now, and as such, it's the only part that you can control. It's not just the offense. We talk more about the offense because it feels like they're the new kids on the block and it's exciting and you see really high ceilings for a George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, Kenny. But the defensive guys are feeling this too, especially after the three three and outs against Josh Allen and the Bills. That was serious work. I could not care less if it was exhibition or not. Not when you narrow it down like that. As I've spoken with a good bunch of those guys since then, they're feeling, how do I put this? They're feeling as if they're just as justified to be optimistic about themselves and possibly more than the offense is. Well, they understand that the offense is going to be getting the hype and that's just fine. But once they take the field, the defense, against the 49ers, you'd better believe, fair or not, all eyes are going to be on how they handle Brock Purdy and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and everybody else that the Niners have. I will remind that the game is being played in Pittsburgh on city soil. That's the expectation, or as the head coach would say, the standard. And you don't want to lose that. You certainly don't want to lose that to, not to sound mean here or whatever, but to Atlanta. 
The Falcons have done some decent things in the preseason that have some people here going a little bit too far with it. Because the last time I checked on the Falcons, that's when we were here late last fall, they couldn't throw the ball at all. They couldn't throw it to save their lives. They'd become this sort of freakish, all-running show that didn't work at all against Pittsburgh. We'll see how that goes. But you don't want to let up here is what I'm saying. And the same, of course, goes for the offense. First team. First team, by the way. It's all I'm talking about here. Okay? First team. Honestly, who wins the little battles in the third and fourth quarter? Uh, It's not all that interesting to me. First team. How long are they going to be out there? I don't know. If it's two series, three series, whatever it is. I'm not sure it matters that much. It's the feeling that matters. What we've seen so far from Kenny in this offense is a clean, almost completely even distribution of receiving targets. And that's a little wild. It might be a little bit unrealistic, but it helps. It gives everyone that feeling. Allen Robinson, for example, didn't touch the football in Tampa, made a couple of nice plays against Buffalo. That kind of thing. Mix it up. It doesn't mean you want to show too much. You don't want to get clever. You don't want to get crafty and show the 49ers a play that you've got, say it with me, in your hip pocket for them. But you do want to make sure that everybody's involved and invigorated. Keep the spirits raised. Keep the expectations raised, meaning inside. Inside the room. Keep the expectations at a level where no matter what anybody on the outside, including me and you and media and what, you know, media that doesn't cover the team, national guys, whatever, no matter what they're saying, that when you're looking at each other in that room, in those stalls, You're thinking about how good you feel every time you come off that football field. That's what I'm talking about. Get that done right here tonight when we come back J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q, and it's kind of appropriate given the subject matter of the opening segment comes from Patrick O'Connor, who says, DK, I'm very excited about the upcoming season. The problem is that I've never held much stock in preseason. The Lions went undefeated in the preseason, and they ended up winning once in the regular season. Does it really mean anything? I know that they're more talented than last year and that they should be better, but it's preseason. Patrick, if you're looking or if you think that I'm describing preseason outcomes, as in wins or losses, wow, no. If that were the case, the Ravens would be a dynasty right now. Okay, instead of just looking like clowns for maintaining that preseason streak for as long as they did. It's not about who had more points 
in these exhibitions. If it was, you wouldn't be seeing 700 snaps of Tanner Morgan for crying out loud. Mike Tomlin isn't even using Mason Rudolph all that much. These are not being taken seriously from the W slash L standpoint. Not by anybody this side of John Harbaugh. They're just not. But if you want to take something seriously, and you want to take some kind of, I don't know if it's satisfaction or solace or whatever it is that you're seeking here, from what we've seen through two games, it's that the specific areas in which the Steelers needed to either upgrade or maintain their standard of play, dude, they're checking every box. And they're even checking some boxes that we might not have known existed. Want to run through some of them with me? Let's do it. Okay. How about inside linebacker? This was the catastrophic position. I'm no exception to this. I clamored all summer long. What are you doing? Go get an ILB. What are you doing, Omar? Here's how much cap space. Remember these shows? Here's how much cap space Omar has. He is uh, he's derelict in his duty if he does. Well, guess what? Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts and eventually Quan Alexander have done some stuff. Okay? You've seen this. Defensive line depth. Another thing. Okay, you watch these games and you see Keanu Benton. You see DeMarvin Leal. You see them making a difference. You see who's going to be out there legitimately supporting Cam Hayward and Larry Okunjobi. That means something. It's a small slice of a result within the result, but it means something. Oh, no, who's going to be the slot corner? And then you see each of the guys vying for the position, Chandon Sullivan and Elijah Riley, come up with a pick? Are you kidding me? In the same preseason game? That means something. And I haven't even gotten to the offense and Calvin Austin and when Anthony McFarland's added, the way the left side of the offensive line is blocking and... I could start getting into the really obvious stuff like the way Kenny Pickett is throwing the football with additional zip, the way he's reading the field, the way the receivers are reading him. These are cause for excitement even if the opponent won by 28. Even if it had been the most ridiculously lopsided score in favor of the Buccaneers, the Bills, and here tonight, the Falcons. Doesn't matter. These are the things you wanted to see. And the way they've been reacting to it, the way they've been speaking about it, is exactly what I've wanted to see and hear from this group. And if they do it again tonight... They're going to put themselves in a very nice position to have some good, ideally healthy practices between now and when the 49ers come through our tunnel. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers, and we'll be back tomorrow with an assessment of tonight's game.